The Adventure Jogger, a podcast about trail and ultra running. Meet fascinating runners from the front, middle, and back of the pack, sharing inspiring and funny stories about life and running. Running should be fun, and so should running podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Pluckelman, and this is The Adventure Jogger. All right, before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode of The Adventure Jogger, I want to say that trail running is this incredible community. Ultra running is this incredible community where we meet people from all over the country and we share miles with them and we build these wonderful relationships. Some of those relationships blossom into friendships that last for a very long time. It's a family filled with with you know strange people and people with incredible stories. All supporting and rooting each other on as we try to do things that we thought were impossible. It's life-changing, right? And you meet people at Ultras and you automatically have a friend. That being said, inside all families, there can be a little conflict. There can be a little rivalry. And in the United States, there is a rivalry amongst the family of trail and ultra runners between the East Coast or Beast Coast and the West Coast slash Best Coast. We make jokes at each other's expense, but we do that in love. And there was a virtual challenge recently that put that rivalry to the test on ultra sign up. It was the East Coast versus West Coast challenge. There were three distances, 10K, half marathon and 50K. Which coast would win? We're going to find out because we have the race directors responsible for the East Coast versus West Coast challenge. And I really want to introduce them kind of since this was a Royal Rumble. I want to do my best like boxing announcer to do the introductions. So here we go. We're going to start with the West representing the West, the brains behind Destination Trail Races, the RD of such races as the Tahoe 200, the Bigfoot 200, the Moab 240 miler, the Bellingham Trail Marathon, and more, representing the West, the amazing, the unstoppable, the incredible, Candace Burt. Welcome to the Adventure Jogger, Candace. Oh, thanks for having me on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> representing the East. The perfectly trimmed mustache behind the Yeti Trail Runners. The RD of such races as the Yeti 100, the damn Yeti 50 miler, the Washington Yeti 100, the Yeti Snakebite, and more. He brings punk rock to the trails, representing the East, the Southern gentleman himself, Jason Green. Jason, welcome. Thank you. Straight from the moonshine still of Appalachia. I'm here. <laughs> I can't beat your accent. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, he does. He has a Tennessee Williams thing about him. Jason Green does. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you know, I, I, I've watched Cat on a Hot Tin Roof several times. <laughs> <laughs> So, all right, let's get the story. Before we get to the results and have a little fun at each other's expense, we can, I think we can all poke fun uh, at each other. I'm going to try and remain uh, completely neutral, although that is very hard, um, you know, as much time as I've spent with, with Beast Coasters, but I'm going to try and my best to remain neutral. Let's get the story behind the East Coast versus West Coast challenge. Jason, 
this kind of came out of something that happened to you, right? Yes. Uh, So I, American River, you know, I always try to run a race that's, you know, 20 plus years, the ultra race, you know, just to support them and, you know, keep that kind of longevity going. So American River was right like a COVID head start, right? So they're like, everybody can run it virtually. And I was like spot on train for 50 miles, right? And so you could run it virtually. And I went out and ran it and I was like four hours off my time, right? Yeah. And I was like, and I, I think I was, I think I was telling Candace about this. And I was like, you know, I think it's like the spark. And I was like, why am I, why am I so, you know, I was so perfectly trained while I was slow. And I think Candace and I were talking, she was like, I think because like there's a lack of competition, you know? And yeah. it just kind of snow rolled between us that we should like, how do we add a, like some normalcy and some competition back to our lives? And I, this is kind of how it unfolded. Uh, so, and we just, you know, started talking. We came up with this idea and we thought it'd be fun for, you know, so when you went out for your run, you you really were competing. You know, like mm-hmm. your stuff was going to be up there for everybody to go over your photo, your watch, your Strava data, you know, you were running against everybody on the coach, right? So it was fun to see. It was fun to see people go out, give their all. And also what surprised me as I looked through the results, we had quite a few first-time ultra runners. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was – to me, I was like, it captured the spirit of ultra racing perfectly, you know, as, as well as it could. You know, virtually. Right. right? Exactly. Like, exactly. Can- y- y- you know, yeah. Candace, yeah. you get this call from Jason Green at some point, this this weirdo from out east with his, with his perfect mustache, and he, he, he approaches you <laughs> with this idea. How, how did you get involved? Well, I, I feel like we maybe messaged about it, but, but he gives, he gives me too much credit. He really came up with the idea and was like, Hey, you want to do it together? You should be the West coast, uh, RD. And I said, the idea sounds amazing because you know, we, we need this competition. That's why we do races in the first place. Even if it's competing with ourselves, you know, somewhere in the back of the pack, there's something about having people around you, or in this case, virtually, you know, we're, mm. we're all doing it together. Um, that really feels like motivating. And then to have it so that you can, you can really work for your team, no matter what your pace is. So everybody added points to, um, you know, their own team, but more the faster you were. So you could still be, Slow, you know, you could walk the whole thing and you would help your team. So I, I just thought it was a great idea. And Jason comes up with great ideas. He has great shirt designs, um, just interesting, interesting kind of stuff. So it seemed like an opportunity to come together while at the same time, like, Hitting everybody against each other. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's true. It was, it was. It really was a great way to come together, but then kind of have that rivalry. Um, both of you, I got to give you some credit because I think a lot of us, myself included, you know, before COVID hits, a lot of us 
poo-pooed virtual races. We saw them in our Facebook feed, you know, be the Harry Potter virtual 5K where you just run your 5K and you get a medal with Harry Potter, although I'm sure it's not licensed. You know, I'm sure all of those ones you see in your Facebook feed, come on, the the Ron Burgundy one, they are not getting that licensed from the Universal Studios. Stealing, you're stealing Look. Jason's next idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got, got my lawyer on it. My lawyer's on it to send you a cease and desist right now. Right. right. But I, I, Ryan, that's a good point, and I will raise my hand. I have poo-pooed on so many virtual races that, you know, because at the time, you know, when you're a race director and you're just, like, working so hard to put on these events to make them perfect for the winner to the to the DFL to everyone in between. I, I feel like some and you know you're trying to build this great community. Up until this point, like I, I just felt like they were not okay with me. They didn't sit well with me, and and I am really honest about that. But what happened with COVID is all of a sudden I realized the people in our community were starting to suffer. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're becoming depressed and, uh, yeah, I hear you. It, it was a lot of us kind of had that, that moment where, you know, we had a race we were See, excited you know, about. Be, yeah. And like something for you to train for mm-hmm. something to take your mind off of like, you, you know, all just the everyday COVID heartbreak that we were all in still and going through right you know and and i i think there came a time and this is a perfect time and and i i sign i've signed up for a couple of them and they kind of keep me motivated in my own day-to-day training right so i wake up and i go holy hell i need to go climb 4k today right. you know what i mean like yeah so it, because my motivation is lacking, like I want to just go get on a bike and ride around town with a six pack of beer. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> so it really, <laughs> that's the honest truth. <laughs> so it was, it, to me, it, it really gave our community who, who, as you know, like a lot, a lot of us suffer from some, you know, pretty debilitating mental health issues, you know? So mm-hmm. it gave us something to look forward to and strive for. And, 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 uh, I, I have to tell you, it helped me, you know, I, I was in a spiral. And so these, uh, challenges and little races, like I, I love them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I, it, it yeah, I'm right with you, Jason. Absolutely. I know for me, um, I, I had a race signed up for real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and no, for me, it was yeah, I, I signed up for a race and it got postponed and and I kind of fell into this three week spiral of of candy bars, donuts, soda and sitting on my ass, uh, mainly Tiger King. <laughs> yeah. um, and then and then you're <laughs> it's a lot of Tiger King. Um, but the Yeti 24 hour challenge, which was one of your races, I signed up for it on a whim and I'm like, I had so much fun. And then this comes out. But Candace, I want to throw this at you because you have a reputation, Candace, for being one of the toughest people on planet Earth. You know, your races, you everybody kind of thought that 100 miles was the ultimate test of endurance and as far as most people could go. You really changed the notion 
on what's possible. You created opportunities for people to do things that they never thought ever that they'd be able to do. You know, these, these epic 200-mile races. Was there a moment of hesitation for you to get into virtual races because of the reputation they had and because of, you know, your, your, your Candace, MF, and Bert? <laughs> uh, n- no, uh, actually, not at all. Um, I, I didn't really have an opinion about them um, before this. They weren't really on my radar. I always saw them as something completely separate from what we do. Um, and the only time that they would sort of m- maybe bother me would be if, um, you know, sometimes people will come in and and do an event uh, like that and it could potentially hurt um, registrations for something else. But again, virtual races, like I don't think in the past they've ever really competed with certainly not the kind of races I put on. So what happened for me is I was out on the Arizona trail, um, you know, trying to set my FKT. So I was supposed to be out of contact with all people for like several weeks. Yeah. And it, it sounds like a great idea, you know, when the pandemic hits to like be out doing something like that. But not when you run a business like I do and you have employees and all of a sudden all the runners want to know, ah, you know, what's going on with the races? So we ran into um, the situation as a business where we had to look at, okay, how are we going to pay the bills and get through these next couple months? Because I had to cancel two big events. So for me, it was, it was, there was definitely some motivation there to create something when all these races are being canceled that people can use to celebrate their training. And so there was that. And then um, it keeps us all honest. I think when we have a goal Mm -hmm. Um, and the virtual races, uh, I think that they'll really stick um, the, the cool idea ones, you know, even after all this is over, they'll stick as just a positive addition to what we already do. That's what I'm thinking. So I, I thought it was a great idea. And, and Jason just like, helped me sort of get into it with having a great idea and then you know it was nice to to take what we both normally do um and to learn from each other because like like learning how he does his merchandise or how uh, you know we just got to have chats back and forth as two race directors and also talk about like all the things we were going through you know with the covid so it was a really nice change of pace to get back to work and bring some income for the business okay I have to wonder now. I think the answer. I, I, I want to. Oh, I want to. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan, Jason. So, sorry. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, hang on, Jason. A couple of the there you notorious go. RDs. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. All the all the RDs you can think of, right, mm-hmm. are in here. And this one person stands up. I'm I'm not going to say this person's name, but stands up and he goes, "The future is in virtual races." <laughs> I was like, I was like. Why did I come here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and, I, and when I put that challenge on, I said, "God dang, this guy was right." You, you, ever, you know, like. I, I, so I sent this person a message and said, "I was wrong. You were right." <laughs> I, I really did. I really did. Well, I mean, you Sometimes. guys look at look at how many entrants Laz got in his great race across Tennessee. I mean, it just shows you that. People want to connect, and everything is so online right now. 
it's a way to to bring what we do every day into the social media realm. And and for that reason, I have reservations because I think that we have to be a little careful not to do too much of that and then not ever see each other in person. Right. But I do think it has a lot of potential. I just think in all that, what you were talking about before, Candace, with your ideas about virtual racing, I think it's safe to say that if MTV Cribs ever comes to the Candace Burt house and is doing the, the <laughs> tour and, and, and you go in there and go, this is my running room and you'll see the treadmill. We've seen that on Instagram before. And then they'll show, they'll pan over to the wall of metals that Candace Burt and buckles. <laughs> we will not see a Harry Potter virtual 5K medal on that wall of buckles <laughs> and medals on that episode. Right, Candace? Well, um, Jason, if you if you create the Harry Potter 5K, I, I might do it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> look, look. It's all, all I know is Candace has a trampoline at her house, and I've been trying to get an invite over there. Like, oh, oh, I I also have a hot tub, so there's that. Oh, well, I can tell you, Jason would need that hot tub after the trampoline because he he'd jump up and down and land on something. And then the next thing you know, his back is hurting. You know, that's it's a good thing that you have both of those, Candace. I, I really don't get jealous of, of much. Like, you know, people who drive these sites because I'm like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And then Candace, I'm like looking at her Instagram story. I'm like, she has a trampoline. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I was like, I would like to have a trampoline. You're, you're like 12 years old, Jason. No, this, I like it, this though. Is it's, the truth. it's very for, Forever. Forever will be 12 years old. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. Jason, do you want this for... You want this Lamborghini or a trampoline? Trampoline, hands down. Like, forget. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Lamborghinis, did you guys see that story about the, I think he was five or six year old in Utah that stole his mom's car and was driving to California because he wanted to buy a Lamborghini for three dollars? Because he was tired of his parents not having a Lamborghini. Oh Did you see that story? <laughs> well, look it up. <laughs> oh my gosh, that did not make the news. Interesting. No, Google Google uh, little kid Lamborghini Utah, and the story will pop up. But this kid was mad because his mom wouldn't buy a Lamborghini, and so he stole his mom's car. The police wow. found this car, you know, like like <laughs> sliding all over the road and weaving in and out. And they pulled him over, and they find this little kid in there, and he's like, "I'm going." to California. I got $3 in my pocket and I'm buying a Lamborghini. So <laughs> that, it, I mean, it sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah, me, it does. So. If you can get a Lamborghini for $3, that's a winner. Yeah. Be before we get yeah. into the scoring and, and the results of the East versus West challenge, I thought it might be kind of fun. And again, this is all in fun. We, we love each other. I have you know friends um, on both sides of the United States and I have respect, all the respect in the world for each runner. But I thought it'd be kind of fun for a moment to before we get to the results poke a little fun at each other lovingly candace <laughs> we're gonna start with you what are some right. of the what are the what are some of the things that you hear because i know candace would never say these things she's candace burt she would never utter things about beast coasters ever she would never tolerate it but when you're out there on those trails and you overhear things what are some things that you hear West Coast runners say about East Coast runners? 
Well, you know, you guys just don't have any real mountains over there, so you got to come come race on the west side to get the real races. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think I think that um, you know the the East Coast uh, just doesn't have as many trail runners, right? That you guys are just not not much behind that um and and that interestingly we may prove wrong today (laughs) i I was actually very impressed by the enthusiasm and the number of east coasters who signed up but those are some Um, things you've heard you've heard those things about we don't have real mountains we don't have any real trail runners out there never things that candace bird has uttered but she's heard them I, I heard them. Okay. Yeah, they they may or may not be true though. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Jason Green, you again, Jason Green. The hardest thing for COVID nineteen and Jason Green is Jason Green is a hugger, and he has been. You know, the oh. Dr. Fauci follows him around and is like, "Stop it! There's no hugging going on here, Green." Um, it's the hardest thing for him. He's a man of love, a man of love and peace. I, I am. So yeah. again, Jason Green would never utter any of these things and holds none of these opinions, but he's heard things. What are some of the things, Jason, that you've heard East Coast runners? Say about West Coast runners. Uh, you know, country club trails are all buffed out, no roots or rocks, you know, like, you know, as, instead of, you know, in the East, we got, you know, 5,900 foot mountains, you know, but you need a 10 mile climb to get to them, you know, out West, it's only three and a half miles to get to the saddle. So, you know, <laughs> you know everything, everything's quick and easy in the West. So, but, you know, I will say, buffed out trails i feel like i feel like the local country club like goes into the mountains and builds the trail <laughs> and like <laughs> you know because we're on the east is like like whoever built the trails like don't give a damn about trail construction they're like we're gonna go well here's a creek bed that's a trail <laughs> just go up the creek <laughs> Yeah, except except for the Bigfoot race. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> no, I so I will tell you I will tell you I ran Gannison Bigfoot race and she had like a 45 or 40 whatever. I forget the the distance in it. And I have to tell you like I was broke off like with rocks. <laughs> like I was like <laughs> volcanic rock. I was like my shoes are ripped apart. You know, like, <laughs> right, so right. I actually, that's the one time where I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to eat a little crow, you know, like, right. Is, but, but I have to tell you when I'm like down in California, it's, it's all country club, you know, mm-hmm. like it's all country club. Now, here's a question, Candace. I know a lot of people have wanted to know on the beast coast. Um, and again, I'm going to remain neutral. Do you, in fact, serve avocado toast at your aid stations? <laughs> well, you know, it was requested so many times that we finally just... <laughs> you could probably make a generalization about uh, vegans as well on, on the West Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Have you as... Um, <laughs> we, do, we do offer... We advertise to our clientele that we offer um, all sorts of different um, types of food that people may want, whether it's vegan or paleo or, you know, 
uh, gluten free. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of demands, Candice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That that uh, that may not be an exaggeration. <laughs> now, here's the here's the truth. Well, the, the difference between the oh. east and the west, real quick, Jason, because you'll agree with me on this. Yeah. It, out west, when the race director says there's a vegan option or vegetarian option. There actually is a vegetarian <laughs> option. When a Beast Coast race director says that, it's just the same food in a different container, and they're lying to you. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, listen hey, I, I dare any of these people. I, if you to come run one of the lads, you've run Strolling Jim, right? Yeah. Uh, it's beef jerky. And jugs of water on the side of the road. You know, it's funny. When you, when you finish strolling gym, you get two things. Or three if you finish fast enough. You get a colored t-shirt, you get a medal, and you get constipated. Because all you ate was beef jerky. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, so just, that's just what happens. They have, they have vegan options, like... <laughs> and they'll be like, vegan options. They're like, yeah, we got coleslaw. Barbecue. <laughs> 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 a coleslaw, coleslaw sandwich. All right. So <laughs> it's, it's results time with Candace Burt, Jason Green, the East Coast versus West Coast challenge. By the way, I want to say that uh, coast is a word we threw in and we divided right at the Mason or the, right at the Mississippi. That's where uh, the, the country was divided. Although Andy Jones Wilkins rightfully so even though he is uh west of the mississippi right now i believe he represented the beast coast like he should have um but that was the the, yeah. the dividing line how did you guys uh, score this this challenge we're still you know filtering through all the results mm-hmm. but right now east coast takes the cake michael wardian ripped up the half marathon cole crosby dominated the 50k 307 58 wow and uh yes christy mcbride first female in on the 50k from michigan 356 smoking i mean geez you know so east coaster showed up and showed out for this so, oh man! You know. Yeah, it was crazy. Like we, I, I'm just gonna admit right now, we lost on the West Coast. <laughs> we definitely like it's not really a. Um, yeah, there's nothing in contest here. <laughs> well, so the so the East Coast yeah. won and each one of the each one of the the races. Each one of the um, and Michael Wardian helped a good good God. When he, when Wardian told me he's doing all three, I was like, oh God, the West is toast. Um, but so the <laughs> so so the East Coast won the challenge all three distances, right? Well, it, no. Oh, not if you count men's and women's race. Okay, so where did the where, where were the bright shining lights? for the west coast candace <laughs> i'm sort of embarrassed to say <laughs> but we'll start with the half marathon okay. um britta peterson uh won in 147.32 for the west coast all right um oh wait no i'm wrong i'm looking at uh actually uh take that back yara white won uh that was britta won for the west coast <laughs> that time and then yara white did it in 126 31 um for the east coast so she won i'm just trying to read these numbers here oh. i don't know if these i don't know if these are um finalized though because i'm looking at the showdown is yeah that, is that, yeah, okay. yeah they uh, can't say they're not finalized i i gave okay. people 
um, a couple extra days to upload the results because Ultra Runner is a pretty badass, but they're really horrible uploading information to the computer. <laughs> so <laughs> I, was, I was just telling Ryan, I was just telling Ryan that some things that we came across that we we didn't know when we were trying, you know, because Ultra this is so new for Ultra Sign Up. Like this was built fresh just for this event only. Like, and we didn't expect like when it came down to like manually putting in your miles that instead of putting a numerical value, 40% of the people would just try to spell it out like T E N. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and put in a time, oh, like no. so the, the, the code couldn't read it. So, uh, when the event ended, I got all these emails like I haven't figured out how to upload my results. So I extended it. So they're not finalized, but I can tell you without a doubt, the East Coast, like, just ripped it up. Yeah. Michael Ordian killed it. Allison Heslin, like, she, you know, I mean, these people, is, I love, I mean, I I found it awesome when I would see someone from New York City just tearing it up, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and, well, and I, I, I noticed say, that. Like, I definitely learned through this challenge. I think there's a lot more East Coast runners um, than than I really realized. And I know a lot of them travel to the West Coast to do our far superior races. But um, <laughs> maybe that's why I just didn't realize they were from the East Coast, you know. But, um, <laughs> no, but it, I mean, it was impressive how many um, of them – really stood out in this well here's what's interesting candace and and i i wonder because you know i i lit the bat signal the the wardian signal you know i I put the wardian signal in the sky he showed up you know he (laughs) he he wanted to defend the beast coast did you not have like a red phone that you pick up and then it it, it connects to walmsley and you're like jimbo you gotta do this challenge He won't answer my messages. It's so sad. <laughs> I, I, I just, I can't get through. Like, everybody else is like, oh, yeah, I'll go on the podcast. Jim Walmsley is too busy training, I guess. Oh, he won't, he won't go on this podcast either, Candace. So don't, don't it's not like he's like going like, I'll never go on Candace Burt's podcast. Oh, right. He's just, he's just against all those. Which, by the way, the well, humans of ultra running is fantastic. If the coconut cowboys are listening to this, please come on this podcast, please, please. The coconut, the coconut cowboys, I like it. You need shirts, Jason. Get those shirts made. Um, you know, oh no, my God, no one from the idea. no one from the East Coast can pronounce cappuccino or what, whatever they're going by these days. <laughs> coconchino. I, I can't either. I can't either. Like, I mean, I'm like, is that coconut, cappuccino, or cappuccino? Like, what is this? Right, right. We so, us can, can pronounce it. Yeah. I, I, I will say is I, I enjoy uh, their posts. And they actually make fun of it. I feel like they're always drinking cappuccinos with their old logo <laughs> on top of the cappuccino <laughs> because they they know that like 
West, east of the Mississippi, we, we're saying coconut or cappuccino. <laughs> well, you know what it is for them. That It's like their secret handshake. If you can say it, they know you're like one of them. Oh, well, yeah, they would, that's why I won't answer my calls. Here's why, Candace, here is the real reason why Jim Walmsley will not go on the adventure jogger or humans of ultra running. Because neither you or I can say coca-chino or whatever, however you say it, cowboys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's like a rodeo drive kind of thing. I'm like, growing up in Virginia, I'm like, that shit's rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, I think it's one of those instances, but I really enjoy uh, their posts. They, they definitely know how to have fun. And I like how they love to make fun of each other when they DNF. You know what yes. I mean? Like I just love this so much. Like yeah. you know, that that they go to the, the North Face fifty, blow up, and then they make fun of themselves. <laughs> I think that's the greatest like no one gets down on it. They just start making fun of themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, real like real trail running so, friends would do, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty awesome. I, I do enjoy their posts. But Candace, we got to find a way to help you get some ringers for next year, though. Because is it? Are we going to do the East versus West challenge next year? So, hold hold on a second, Ryan. Yeah, and and Candace and I have been in good discussions here to bring it live. One race on the East Coast and one race on the West Coast. Oh wow! And you do both. Yes. So so, so you, you try to find courses that are similar like again you i guess you'd have to substitute rocks for altitude and humidity or so you'd like you'd have to find a way to make it like like more more fair i guess but so there'll be a race in the western in the western united states for west coast runners to go to there'll be a race out east of the same day and it'll start the same time and that sort of thing no 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 you'll run like so the two races will be apart from each other Mm -hmm. And like, say you run, if you run the hundred mile event, you get half of a buckle. When you finish the other half, it comes together, like fits together, like a puzzle, East versus West, things like that. And, you know, so now like an East coaster, when they get ready to go run the West coast version, Mm -hmm. they got to like start training with avocado toast. (laughs) You know what I mean? So you got to prepare your stomach for this. And I, I, I I ultimately thought, like, it would be a great way for, like, you know, a lot of folks want to run Candace's races mm-hmm. that can't make it to the West Coast. Right. So if we bring Candace East, you get to run, like, a very Candace-inspired race. Like, you know, like, where her fingerprints on everything. And I thought that would be awesome, you know? I, and, I, Candace, that, you know, brings up a really good question. Have you had, because you are known for the, the 200 mile distance, among other things, but have you thought of bringing a Candace Burt 200 miles to the Beast Coast? Well, I you could say I've thought about it, but the catch being that it's to create one of these courses, I feel like you have to be pretty intimate with the terrain and like the mountains or that area. Yeah. And so, um, I guess my lack of, um, exploration on, on the East coast has sort of kept that from happening. Um, and, and then also the fact that like I already organized three, right, right. <laughs> or really four, but it got canceled this year. Yeah. One of them. 
Um, but yeah, so it's it's something I would certainly consider. But um, the the route design is so important to me um, that I wouldn't want to go there and just do like a two hundred mile loop course. You know, right. multi loop course. Yeah. Okay. What, what have you yeah. have you come out to the Beast Coast a lot, Candice, or has it been has your time out here been kind of limited? Very limited. Uh, I, th- I think I've been out. Um, I think a plane landed there on the way to France. And I, <laughs> 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 I, went, I went to New York City once. <laughs> well, you're just you're, you're um, pretty much a Beast Coaster, Candace. Wow, we welcome you into our into our fold. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously obviously need to get out more on that side. <laughs> well, you know, you, you are a little busy, but you know, Jason, you should bring her out for Yeti. Just because that that really, I mean, it's not a technical race or uh, or a big climber, but uh, it is the spirit of the Beast Coast is alive and well at that race. Yeah, I'd do that. you know, I've been I've I've been trying to get Candace to just run it. That way, she could see everybody on the course. That you know? yeah, but yeah. I, and that way, people, I think people would be excited, right? And then, you know, when I first talked to Candace, she was like, "I don't know much about the East Coast, but I do know you like." Grits, oatmeal, sunny side eggs. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> Moonshine. So I was going. I would like her to. <laughs> I would like her to come to Virginia and like really see the heart of Appalachia. You know, like the Appalachian Mountains. So I think it'd be awesome. Um, so. Candace, have you had moonshine before? No. <laughs> okay, please, someone get that on Instagram. When Candace comes over to the Beast Coast and tries some shine. That needs to be an Instagram post, Candace. <laughs> oh my God. Well, okay. So I don't. I don't drink. <laughs> I don't tell the West Coast thing. But uh, no. But I. I actually. Yeah. I, I. I've been sober for three years. So I'll just put that out there. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just. You know what? Well, instead of that, what we'll do is we'll we'll sit you down, Candace, and we'll we'll Kombucha? we'll no no we'll do an RC cola. We'll get you an RC cola. And then, <laughs> we will get you a moon pie. So you have, but, but you can't have the moon pie till dessert, Candace. And we're gonna go okay. get you a Hunt Brothers pizza from a gas station. So you're gonna get an RC cola, a slice of Hunt Brothers pizza, and a a moon pie for dessert. And if you do that, that meal right there, that will welcome you into the into the folds of the southern part. <laughs> Of the Beast I'll be Coast. In the club. I'll fully understand the culture. <laughs> is that your secret handshake? Yes, <laughs> it is. Right. What's going to happen is when, when when Candace is eating the second slice of that of that gas station pizza, she's going to go. I can do a race out here. I think I know these people. I know this, this community like the back of my hand, and you'll never want to leave. You know, and I've never raced out east either. What? Um, so, Whoa, no, nice. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, we got to get you out and here, Ryan, Candace. Yeah. To, to welcome me to the west, what will I do? Will I intermittently fast through <laughs> breakfast and lunch and then eat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, I think I have an idea. Jason, that inspired me. I have an idea of why... 
the the East Coast had so many so many more numbers than the West Coast because so many of the West Coast runners were on a you know month long no talking meditation retreat and they just weren't able to get anywhere near their phones they had no idea what was going on <laughs> yeah or they just didn't have the energy from their in- intermittent phone <laughs> 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 to, type, to type in the search engine. <laughs> or Sorry, I, see, you guys have me making fun of the West Coast too now. You, <laughs> let's let's be honest here. Can we have a moment of honesty? Yeah. Because most of your great side of the country is has the wacky tobacky legal. There may have been too many bong rips for a lot of people to be able to find. <laughs> you know? yeah, that's, yeah, that's probably true. Races were canceled. Ryan, and, I, yeah. This is why I don't understand. The, the wacky tobacco is legal out here. Yeah. But there's only the best snacks are in the East. That's, that's right. Like, how do we have the best snacks? Right. Right. Exactly. When you're, when, when, you're, when you're doing a bong rip, you want to have a moon pie and a Hunt Brothers pizza. Or a little Debbie. A little Debbie and oatmeal cream pie. You were posting about the hot, what was that candy that I've never tried? Hot tamales. I love yeah. hot tamales. Okay. I've never had oh. that. All right, everybody Is listening. That a East Coast thing? Yes. Okay. Please, if you're a Beast Coaster and you're going to a Candace Burt race, please bring her a hot tamale and a moon pie. Please bring Candace a moon pie. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Hey, I, I hope some, you know, there's a couple of people from that company, Moon Pie, that run ultras, you know, since they're in Chattanooga. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, Someone send her a whole carton. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I'm excited because the next humans of ultra running, you'll have Candace in the first five minutes of the podcast going, this episode of humans of ultra running is brought to you by moon pie. And then a, a second later, I'm going to be like, and, um, Please stop sending me moon pies, guys. I have plenty. <laughs> I have a feeling. You know how Laz gets flannel shirts and cigarettes and tags? Yeah. From yeah. here on out, everyone, when you come to Candace's race, moon pie, RC, and hot tamales. <laughs> you know, this this kind of this kind of thing has worked in the past where people have, have brought me stuff um, for races because they thought it was gonna be good luck. So you <laughs> hey, it's it's I, not the worst thing to be brought. I, it sounds fun. <laughs> let me tell you what will happen. You will put that at an aid station, and people will finish the race. Yes, <laughs> colors and hot tamales. Mm-hmm. So your finish rate, your idea. finish rate will go up by eighteen percent. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, but think about it. Like if you're pulling into an aid station, Candace, and it's it's the middle of the night and it's the hard miles, and you're looking over at the aid station table, and you've got a choice between avocado toast and a moon pie. That moon pie is going to get you farther. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, forget the hard potatoes and, and the uh, mushy avocado. I just want some chocolate, sugar, and deliciousness. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, Ryan, at Candace's next race, I think I just need to show up and yeah. do a rogue Appalachian 
aid station yes. and like put on overalls <laughs> and make oh, people no. drink RC coffee. <laughs> <That's huge. laughs> oh man, there's no tailwind. They're like, where's the tailwind? There's a whole thing of RC over there. Get yourself some RC cola. <laughs> <laughs> well, people would love it. That, that's actually a really great idea. <laughs> By the way, if this moon pie thing catches on, you know what Candace is going to get in a couple years if everyone gives her moon pie? Diabetes. And that'll be bad. <laughs> we, we do not want to give Candace Burt diabetes. So just be careful when you're, when you're, when you're bringing them the moon pies over. <laughs> to the. I hear, I hear when you put a couple of slices of avocado on it, it helps level out your... Uh, <laughs> No, no. When Candace when Candace comes out east, bring an avocado and put slices of avocado on the Hunt Brothers pizza, and they will they'll, they'll blow oh their. Blow, they'll blow that their actually mind. sounds delicious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes, it does. I, I have the is, avocado on pizzas. Is yeah. that, this is, is the problem with the West. Oh, this is the problem with West Coasters. They'll be like, oh, pineapple goes on pizza, so does avocado. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Uh, you, don't get me started. Pineapple does belong on pizza. I agree, Candace. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Candace on this one. Oh. Uh, oh, no, it doesn't. You guys, you this is, this is bad news. This is bad news, guys. <laughs> Cheese belongs on pizza. <laughs> Maybe <But> pepperoni. <laughs> do you do you dislike pineapple? I mean, I don't understand. No, I love pineapple. pineapple. I love pineapple. It just doesn't belong on pizza. <laughs> well, I, you know so the, the Canadian good. bacon is is what really kind of sizzles the deal there. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Gosh, for sure. No, no. By the that way, brings it all no. <laughs> if you. If you went to if you went to New York or Chicago, the heart of pizza country, and you try to get a pineapple pizza, you're getting tossed out. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true? That's, that's funny. See, Candace got a pineapple pizza on the airplane flight over Chicago, so you know it doesn't, doesn't yeah. quite work, work out that way. Yeah, I don't know what you were talking about. I got one in Chicago. It's really high. It's at thirty thousand feet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Is there a race, Candace, that is kind of piqued your interest of something you'd like to do over here you guys have races over there oh i do it oh i do it no but barkley I, I i just see you and i go that like barkley is a challenge that i think you're you're someone who could take that on Ooh, i don't know i mean i uh, <laughs> i feel like i i don't i don't have that much confidence in myself but i certainly would do a different kind of training if I was going to get ready for that. Yeah. I think the key with that race too is, you know, really understanding, um, navigation. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I like to use more modern techniques, uh, of navigation. <laughs> <laughs> the GPS. <laughs> yeah. I don't, uh, I don't need to use a compass because I have a better method. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but what about um, something but, like uh, grindstone to be your, your alley too? I like a race like grindstone. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to. I guess I'd have to look at it, um, familiarize myself with it. Is it is it 
super technical or um it's a it's it's a badass it's, race can you like it it's a real techie yeah mm-hmm. oh, nice. yeah Right, right I up do your like alley. like technical. We need to get yeah. you over here, Candice, because we would, you know, as much as we're we're playing back and forth and we're making jokes, you would be welcomed, open arms uh, here on the Beast Coast, and people would love to see you at one of these races. So it wouldn't be like one thing. And, and, and here's the thing: if they sign up for a race, like if a race director sees, like Clark Zealand sees, he's the race director for uh, for Grindstone. If he sees Candice Burt on the entrance, you know, form, he'll probably have avocado toast at an aid station. <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm in then that's pretty much yeah. my only i have to check that box and then i'm good <laughs> if you if you run the yeti 100 you're not getting avocado <laughs> <laughs> well do i at least get hot tamales yes and a twizzler and a twizzler candace candace burt jason green uh we had a lot of fun poking fun at each other and talking about the the rivalry between the east and the west and this great virtual challenge uh the beast coast did win this year the challenge will change for a change for next year uh details coming very soon um if you want to take a part take part in the east versus west challenge next year guys thank you so much for taking some time and and and, uh enjoying some miles on the adventure jogger oh Thank you. And thanks for not asking me about Strava data and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's been really fun to learn uh, more about the East Coast and, and definitely to get all these new people involved. We had over 1,000 entrants. We are 100% listener supported. You can make a monthly pledge on our Patreon page. Just search The Adventure Jogger on Patreon or go to theadventurejogger.com. Join the community on Facebook and Instagram by searching The Adventure Jogger. And subscribe to The Adventure Jogger wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. 